What is up everyone? It's Quinn here. And in today's video, I'm going to be going through my top 70 overall Superflex rankings. I apologize for not getting this out to you guys yesterday. Currently in the process of moving, you can see a new location. So got a lot going on, but I did want to get these out, you know, at least a day later. So going through my top 70 Superflex rankings, splitting these players up into tiers. And then I also just wanted to give an update on the Jonathan Taylor situation. So even if you don't play Superflex, you know, the JT update can still apply to you guys. If you enjoy the video, do me a huge favor, hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. And uh, Jonathan Taylor is actually not going to make my top 70. So I just kind of wanted to talk about him beforehand. Prior to the news that he'd be placed on the pup list, would not be traded, will not be playing for the first four games of the season. Um, he was originally my running back nine that was just right behind Josh Jacobs, and then he was ahead of Jameer Gibbs. I've dropped him to the running back 23 after this news. Um, he's going to be behind Alvin Kamara, and then he's going to be ahead of David Montgomery. This really is just going to come down to like a risk reward play. It's possible Jonathan Taylor doesn't play at all. He completely sits out. He doesn't get traded. He refuses to play for the Colts, which means you're pretty much passing on like a fringe running back two for a complete zero in your lineup. On the other hand, if he does get traded or, you know, something um, gets worked out with the Colts, either gets an extension or he agrees to play even after he misses like those first four games, if he returns and is playing, I mean, he's going to drastically increase your odds of winning the championship because you're getting him at like a fringe running back two price, but then he's going to end up being like a mid-tier running back one for you. So it's all about the risk reward here. I think running back 23, which is where I have him, I think it's a fair spot to rank him. I don't really fault you for completely fading him, and I don't really fault you for going out and getting him. You know, it's a risk you're going to have to take. Um, he may hurt your team or he may end up giving you a huge leg up in your fantasy leagues. But now let's get into the Superflex rankings. So we're going to start it off in tier one, just have three players in this tier. I'm also just going to be focused more on the quarterbacks because I've already talked about these uh, position players pretty in depth. So tier one, just going to be Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and Jalen Hurts. These guys seem to be the consensus top three quarterbacks in Superflex. I'd be taking one of these three players with the first three picks. And I don't really think you can go wrong with any of these guys. If you prefer Josh Allen, that's cool. If you prefer Mahomes, cool. Hurts, also a very solid pick. So those are going to be my top three. Then moving into tier two, we have Lamar Jackson, Justin Jefferson, Justin Fields, Justin Herbert, and Joe Burrow. So four more quarterbacks. And then my 101 and one quarterback leagues, which is Justin Jefferson. Uh, Jefferson is my clear cut 101. And then I think these quarterbacks are really nice picks in this tier. I think you could argue Lamar Jackson up in tier one. I have him just behind those top three quarterbacks. I like the ceiling of Justin Fields. And then I think Herbert and Burrow are very solid, like mid to high end QB one picks. And I think they both come with some upside if they have like booms in terms of uh, their passing seasons. So these guys are locked in as my tier two options. Then shifting into tier three, we're going to have Jamar Chase, Christian McCaffrey, Bijan Robinson, Austin Eckler, Tyreek Hill, Cooper Cup, Trevor Lawrence, Stefan Diggs, and Travis Kelsey. So looking at my rankings, pretty much from like the late first round through the mid second, and I guess even into like the third round, I think the value really starts to shift away from the quarterback position and more towards the non-quarterbacks. If you can get one of those top seven QBs to fall to you here, then great. I'd feel totally cool picking them. But if those guys are not falling, you know, I would snag Trevor Lawrence in this range. And if T-Law is not available, or you can even see I have him like middle towards the back end of this tier, I would just be hammering the wide receiver running back positions and then also throw Travis Kelsey in on this tier. I do just think there's a fall off, you know, after those top seven. I think Lawrence is solid in this tier, 
But other than that, I would be focusing away from the quarterback position. Then moving into tier four, kind of a similar story. We have Amon Ross St. Brown, CeeDee Lamb, Saquon Barkley, Deshaun Watson, Tony Pollard, Devontae Adams, Nick Chubb, AJ Brown, Derrick Henry, Garrett Wilson, and Josh Jacobs. So a pretty large tier here and another tier dominated by non-quarterbacks, once again, outside of one guy, which would be Deshaun Watson. I think Watson is very interesting heading into the season. If he replicates what he did last year coming off the suspension, he'll be a complete bust. He will not pay off at this price. On the other hand, if he returns to his pre-suspension form, he's going to end up being a massive steal as like what the quarterback nine here. So like I talked about with the previous tier in rounds two to three, I'd be more focused on the running back and wide receiver positions. Obviously, there are some spots where you can go quarterback, but in general, I'd be looking at the non-quarterbacks. Um, you know, Also, you could throw in those elite tight ends, Kelsey, Mark Andrews. In tier five, this is going to be a very large tier, and when we're getting back into the quarterback position, we're going to go Jalen Waddell, Chris Olave, Mark Andrews, Calvin Ridley, Daniel Jones, Anthony Richardson, T. Higgins, Devonta Smith, Jameer Gibbs, Tua, Geno Smith, Dak Prescott, Aaron Rodgers, and Kirk Cousins. Also, I forgot to mention at the top of the video, my rankings are down below in the description, both for Superflex and uh, for one quarterback. So if you are interested, link in the description, free. You can just download your own uh, Google Sheet and you can kind of edit you know, whatever you want based on those rankings. But looking more into tier five here, I think in general, most people agree on the top seven quarterbacks, whether you have the seventh guy being Justin Herbert or Burrow, Fields, whoever it is, typically the top seven is pretty consensus. And then I think most people have Trevor Lawrence and Deshaun Watson at eight and nine. If you have those guys flipped, you know, totally fine. But I think most people have kind of like that locked in top nine ending with either Trevor Lawrence or Deshaun Watson. But then when you go from quarterback 10 to quarterback 16, everyone is all over the place. Some people like Dak, some people like Tua, some people like Aaron Rodgers. Personally, I like Daniel Jones. But because of this, these quarterbacks are going to be drafted likely farther apart than they should be. Some of these guys are going to be elevated in terms of their price and not even consistently draft a draft, right? One draft, two Omega at the 2-3 turn. The next one, it might be Dak Prescott. I don't think it's going to be one or two specific guys who consistently go ahead of these other options. But once you see Watson and Trevor Lawrence go off the board, I do think one or two of these guys are going to be reached on, whether that's in the late second or the early third round. And then the last guy in this tier is probably going to slip, whether it's somewhere in round four, maybe even falling all the way into round five. The way I look at this tier of quarterbacks, I've talked about this in different videos. I do not want to be the person reaching in this tier. I do not want to be the guy drafting early round three Daniel Jones when I can get, you know, round four, round five Kirk Cousins or get Anthony Richardson around later or round and a half later. I just don't want to be reaching. I feel pretty confident in all of these quarterbacks as like fringe QB ones. So I'd pretty much take any of these dudes at the three, four turn. I would just rather be the guy who waits on the value with these quarterbacks as opposed to kind of reaching up and getting your guy and passing up on some other elite options at the non wide receiver or sorry, at the non quarterback positions. So that's my take on these quarterbacks. I also don't hate just like double tapping from this tier, right? Like if you go mid round three or late round three, Daniel Jones, and then the next round you pick up a Geno or an Aaron Rodgers, I think that's totally fair value. Like the three, four rounds, somewhere in there. If any of these dudes are going in round five, I think they're kind of like must drafts in that area. 
So now moving into tier six, very small tier here, no quarterbacks, Ramondre, Keenan Allen, Amari Cooper, DK Metcalf, not a ton to say about these guys. I do have them behind those quarterbacks, but you know, solid options, fringe running back ones, and then solid wide receiver twos. Moving into tier seven, we have Brees Hall, Jared Goff, Mike Williams, Debo Samuel, Joe Mixon, Damian Pierce, Travis Etienne, Christian Watson, DJ Moore, and Najee Harris. So the only quarterback we have in this tier is going to be Jared Goff. I think he's a solid quarterback too. Um, you know, nice guy to throw into your super flex spot, but I just don't think he has a ton of upside. He's pretty limited as a runner. And then also the Lions offense isn't stacked. So I don't think you're expecting like a monster passing touchdown season out of Jared Goff. Obviously they have Amon Ra, really like Jameer Gibbs, but it's not like he's surrounded by some sort of insane supporting cast. Then looking at tier eight, we have Drake London, DeAndre Hopkins, J.K. Dobbins, Aaron Jones, Russell Wilson, Deontay Johnson, T.J. Hawkinson, Darren Waller, Brock Purdy, and Javante Williams. So the quarterbacks in this tier, we have Russell Wilson and Brock Purdy. If you guys uh, checked out my rankings, you'll actually see that with my quarterbacks, I actually have Brock Purdy ranked ahead of Russell Wilson, but that would apply more towards one quarterback leagues. I think it's a little bit different in Superflex, and here's my reasoning. In one quarterback leagues, you're probably not going to be starting Brock Purdy, at least in week one, right? Like you're not drafting Brock Purdy in a 12-team league and throwing him into your lineup because there are just better quarterbacks available. However, in redraft, like if early in the season, your quarterback goes down, I think Brock Purdy is probably the better option to throw into your lineup over Russell Wilson. I just don't know if Brock Purdy has the same job security as Russell Wilson. It's possible Brock Purdy, you know, holds on to that starting job throughout the season. I mean, it's probably more than likely that he does hold on to that starting job, but there's also a chance that if he underperforms, regresses from last season, that I don't think it'd be shocking to see Sam Darnold come in. I know Darnold has not been good in his NFL career, but this 49ers offense is different, right? These weapons are absurd. You have a really strong offensive line, McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, you don't exactly need to be, you know, prime Tom Brady to go in there and uh, move the ball with this offense. So if Brock Purdy comes down to earth, I think we could see Sam Darnold step in. It's just a possibility. With Russ, I feel like he's going to be locked in as the start of the entire season, even if he struggles or underperforms. Now, when you're one quarterback league, that doesn't really matter because week to week, you can go on waivers, you know, pick up a replaceable quarterback. In Superflex, it's different because if you're drafting someone as your quarterback too, you pretty much want no risk of them losing that starting job. You need them locked into your lineup pretty much throughout the entire season. That would obviously be ideal. So that's why I have Russ higher in these rankings compared to like my one quarterback rankings where I do prefer Brock Purdy. And then tier nine, you know, this is a start of a larger tier, but just to get to 70, Chris Godwin, James Cook, Marquise Brown, and Tyler Lockett. So that's going to wrap it up for my uh, top 70 Superflex rankings. Let me know how you guys are feeling about the ranks. Um, if you guys enjoyed the video, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. Thank you all for stopping by and I will see you in the next one.